0: Welcome to The Leader's Edge with hosts Steve Steele and Ernalita Kumos. Lean in and learn the tangible tools that can help you achieve your personal leadership growth goals. Now, here are Steve and Ernie. Hey, everyone.
1: Welcome to The Leader's Edge, your personal path to leadership growth. I'm Steve Steele with my co-host, Ernie De Kumos. and if you're an entrepreneur, a new emerging leader, or even a seasoned leader, and you are seeking to dive into personal growth to improve your mindset, or learn more about leadership skills, this show is for you. First of all, to all of our listeners, thank you for being here and tuning in with us each and every week. We are so, so grateful to have you. And this, of course, would not be possible without you. Hey, partner. How are you doing today?
2: Hi partner, hello everyone. This is Ernie Odakumas, your co-host and I'm doing great. I'm actually very excited. I've been waiting for this day to come and I cannot wait to introduce our guests. But before that, do you want to remind our listeners of the exciting news that we have partner?
1: Oh, absolutely Ernie. (laughs) Get ready to unlock your leadership potential and take your career to new heights with our upcoming leadership event, the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership Masterclass Mastermind.
2: That's right. It's going to be a five-week journey exploring John C. Maxwell's timeless masterpiece. And guess what? Steve, myself, and the incredible Carolina Suniga will be your hosts. And
1: together, we're going to dive into four amazing laws from the 21 laws, providing you with practical insights, real-world examples, and actionable strategies.
2: So mark your calendars for the event starting on March 5th, every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central, and 8 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be engaging, interactive, and empowering. And
1: whether you're a seasoned executive, aspiring manager, or simply looking to enhance your leadership abilities, this Masterclass Mastermind is tailor-made for you.
2: Contact us at pathtoleadersedge at gmail.com to join us on this exciting five-week event.
1: And by the end of this journey, you'll emerge as a more confident, influential, and dynamic visionary leader.
2: So don't miss out on this life-changing experience. Enroll now and join us on March 5th for a transformative journey.
1: And together, let's take your leadership skills to unprecedented heights. Join the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership Masterclass Mastermind today
2: today.
1: Wow, Ernie, that's going to be a great event. I'm looking so forward to it. But Ernie, let's get back to the show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who our guest is today?
2: I, I, like I said earlier, I cannot wait, but I still have to do my due diligence. Before I introduce our guest today, I encourage our live listeners to call us at 866-472-5790 as we interview our guests and please bring some questions that you may have. That phone number is 866-472-5790. And our guest this morning is the amazing Miss Jessica Janier. Yes. Yes, Jessica is a best-selling author, founder of the award-winning personal development organization called Lookup and Beyond Incorporated. She is also the recipient of the prestigious I Am Hope Leadership Awards, recognizing her ability to prevent suicide and human suffering. As a child abuse, rape, and suicide attempt survivor, Jessica knows the difficulty of healing from traumatic events firsthand. Her nationally recognized leadership development keynotes, training, curriculums, and coursework challenge individuals and organizations to reframe trauma, stretch beyond limiting beliefs, and achieve their highest potential. potential so they can maximize their impact her coined phrase look up and beyond has become a global movement that brings hope healing and inspiration to people from all walks of life please join me in welcoming our great friend miss jessica Deneer, to the green room yeah
1: jessica so glad you're here today
2: Thank you. Thank you.
3: I am so, so grateful and excited and blessed to be here with both of you, Steve Mm. and Ernie. So excited.
1: Oh, uh, Jessica, it's been an amazing week. And just knowing you've be coming to the show, we've been following you, promoting you all week long. And we promoted this thing with you all week long. And a lot of our people have seen it on Facebook. It's on TikTok, all of our promotions. And Jessica Neer is on bright green there and she's just rocking and rolling. <laughs> so, yes. But we, we, we covered these things, these elements. There's actually three fundamental elements. I think you're going to present those today and you're going to share with us uh, for a person to live a life of influence, to actually look up and be on and really thrive no matter what the adversity is in your life. I am so excited to hear this, Jessica. So why don't you just jump in and let us have it, girl?
3: Yes. Well, the first one is vision. Vision. Mm. When we hear the phrase look up and beyond, I would love for us to really think about looking forward, being future focused, being, um, hopeful and seeing beyond where we are currently many times we see our current circumstances as the end all be all or it can feel that way and it can disrupt us and really hinder our ability to move forward so looking up and beyond is about having vision it's about dreaming tapping into the power of imagination and recognizing oh. hey where i am today i'm not always going to be here if i am intentional about where I'm
2: going.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, that is so beautiful. So um, what does having a vision looks like, Jessica?
3: Sure, well, having a vision is something that is going to be very unique and very different for all of us, for all of us individually. And for me personally, it started at a very young age. I needed to have a vision. If I did not have a vision, I do not believe I would be here today, meaning I would not be alive because I had a very, very um, rough upbringing, a very traumatic childhood, which you alluded to in the introduction. And Mm -hmm. as someone who is a child abuse survivor, who lived in a home with an alcoholic, with a, um, a, a parent who both had mental health issues, my mom was bipolar, And being the eldest of five, I was the eldest of four other siblings. So there was five of us. And realizing that, hey, my circumstances is not what defines me. And in order to do that, I had to see beyond where I was. Now, that didn't always come easy. And I struggled with that, uh, which is why I thought about taking my life. Because there was a time when I didn't have vision, where I thought Mm -hmm. that this was it. So vision really is something that helps us to move forward. It helps us to have a sense of hopefulness that the future can be brighter than where we are.
1: Jess, you You said that happened with you as you were a small child, that you began to see these things and, and, and envision what your life could be. Is that, is that what you're kind of talking So what was the importance of that for you? I mean, is it, is it important to have a vision? And I want to ask this question, too. What's the difference? Because a lot of listeners may ask this question. What is the difference between having vision and having a dream?
3: That's really, really good. Well, I believe that, you know, we all have the gift and the ability to dream, but not everything that we dream about aligns with a vision. I believe having a vision is something that's a lot more intentional. It's something that really aligns with some of our gifts, our strengths, with some of the passions that we have, Mm. with the values that we want to live out. And the power to dream really can bring us to that place of having a clear vision. They are very, very interconnected. And I believe that you really can't have one without the other. So dreaming is very, very important. As a child, I saw that my dreams were really inspired through books. So I love books. Mm. I I'm, cool. I'm what I always say I've always been a nerd. But books to me were a place where I could cope, where I could find refuge, where I can find a sense of... Inspiration to dream about things. Mm -hmm. And that really helped to cultivate my vision when I would come back to a place of reflection and thinking about what do I want my life to look like in 5, 10, 15 years plus?
2: Oh, yes, I agree with that. So, does having a vision, uh, would it be more effective when you have a vision and you utilize visualization? Alongside Absolutely. that process?
3: Yeah, so visualization is a very powerful tool that actually challenges us to bring ourselves into the moment. It's almost as if we're entering a picture and we're sitting mm-hmm. in that picture and experience it. Oftentimes when we're in the picture, in the frame, we don't see the picture. But what with the power of visualization, we are intentionally placing ourselves in that frame to be in that picture. And we are smelling the sense of that moment Mm -hmm. we're hearing the sounds of that moment Mm -hmm. we're interacting with the people in that moment and it becomes something that becomes very real Mm -hmm. it's very very powerful
1: yeah that that is amazing to me because you know jessica i there anyone who knows me and knows ernie and i know that you are a woman of faith we are people of faith and i this whole this whole talk that we're having right this it reminds me of a verse in in, in the bible jeremiah 29 11, for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future that's a promise did you find that in your life as you as you were growing through this prop part of vision in your life bringing this vision to your to the forefront of your life
3: Yes, absolutely. I did. When I came to my encounter with God and I learned how much God loved me and how he had a purpose for my life and that my vision was not just about what I thought was best but what really aligned with his desire for my life Mm. I tell you my entire life changed my perspective changed everything changed and the baggage that I had been carrying from this very traumatic past began to not only get unpacked but it began to make sense and have a greater purpose and so this scripture is so meaningful to me because when I came to recognize and understand that not only did God love me and he forgave me for my sins and he wants to give me new life, but that he had a hope and a purpose for me and he had a future. Mm-hmm. And if God had a future for me, then guess what? having a vision is a gift from God. And mm. when I really embraced that, I took that very seriously and it became a driving force for me. And so looking up and beyond really not did it wasn't a catchphrase. It actually became a lifestyle that I've lived the last 15 years.
2: Mm. That is beautiful. And I I love it, the way you're sharing that I, in my mind, you know how we all have our wants that we want to achieve and to God. I'm not preaching everyone just wanted to let you know (laughs) to God that's like a small stuff toy but when you see his vision for you it's like this big old thing that's bigger bigger than you right so that's how I like envision that that explanation that you just shared but when we were on our discovery call you you shared the law of imagination Mm. do you mind elaborating on that for us
3: Sure. So, as I mentioned, you know, as a child, I really had to get creative and find ways to cope with my very dysfunctional family, with um, a lot of the abuses that were inflicted upon me. And one of the ways I mentioned was reading books. I was also, I was always a very creative person. And so, tapping into the law of imagination, where I would dream, where I would sit and really just think about ways to be useful and ways to um, do things that I believe would move me forward and out of my environment at the right time. And so that really, really gave me a sense of hopefulness. And I keep using this word hopefulness because hope deferred makes a heart sick. When we don't have hope, Mm. we feel sick on the inside. When we feel hopeless, we don't want a vision because we can't see beyond where we are. So to Mm. me, just having the hope that it could be better, I needed to know that it could be. And so dreaming and imagining living through other people's successes and stories was another thing. That's why I love books so much, because I Mm. was able to read about other Mm. people overcoming. And I said, wow, if they can, i can too i'm not the yes. only one that's been abused i'm not the only one that's tried to end my life
2: mm-hmm. wow yeah it makes the, you feel that go ahead partner
1: yeah no that's i mean yeah that's amazing so let me let's just kind of recap here so you're you're a small child you've gone through all these abuses in your life and you know i think we ernie kind of talked a little bit about him at the front of this and and you're looking for a change. you're looking for something, you're looking for some kind of help. And what I love about kids is the fact that you know, imagination comes really for, for children comes pretty easy, I think, because they're so they're so new to life and they, they have their imaginary friend or they have their imaginary dreams that they want. But it becomes harder for adults, Jessica, why? Why does it come become harder for us to imagine what things can be instead of what is?
3: really believe that we live in a society and a culture where imagination isn't celebrated. And imagination also has to leave space for failure and making mistakes. So, and it has to give space for trying new things and taking risks. When you're a child, the the outcome of taking a risk is, is is not as detrimental as it would be for an adult, and so we t- t- we tend to shy away from that because of those factors.
2: Yeah, um, I'm. I wanted to ask: Is daydreaming a waste of time?
3: Absolutely not. I used to
2: hear that as a kid,
3: like in class, because number one, I talked too much in class, which was ironic. Now that I'm a professional speaker, I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) And number two, I daydreamed a lot. And I would remember hearing my teacher saying, you know, not only just shut your mouth sometimes, Jessica, but come on, come back to the present. But to me, that was never a waste of time it was something that created a hopefulness in me and i believe that we should all spend some time daydreaming
1: so you um, think you think that the vision and the daydreaming is really what saved you it gave you the it it, it helped you overcome all the abuse that you were going through
3: absolutely it played an integral part
1: wow
2: mm, and that's we just a we don't do that enough. tip right
1: we don't do just, that enough
2: yes It's just the tip of the iceberg. I love that you started with vision as one of the three elements. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's time for a breather. Jessica, (laughs) I know. Jessica (laughs) just shared the first element to live a life of influence, which is vision. When we return, we will dive in on the second element. I will not share it. But don't forget, if you have any burning questions for Jessica, feel free to give us a call at 866-472-5790. We will be taking a short break and be back before you know it.
4: Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Do you want to grow a team of transformational leaders? who can take your organization to the next level? Do you want to attract, retain, and develop top talent? Do you want to leverage generational insights and improve your employees' communication, interpersonal, and productivity skills? If your answer is yes to any or all of these, you are in the right place. Steve Steele and ernalita DeCumos, hosts of The Leader's Edge, are seasoned coaches and facilitators with Maxwell Leadership Team. They will leverage leadership content, tools, and resources to help turn your leaders into transformational leaders with influence and impact so everyone wins. This highly effective program not only provides the knowledge and skills necessary to lead, coach, and communicate more effectively, but Steve and Ernie have resources available to impact others throughout your organization so that everyone can be led well. So contact us at path to leaders edge at gmail.com and let steve and ernie help grow your organization by creating an influence in which others want to engage
5: ready to unlock your potential and level up your leadership skills tune in to the leader's edge the ultimate radio show that will transform your life join charismatic co-hosts steve steele and ernalita de kumos on a journey of personal growth and inspiration hi
1: everyone i'm steve steele We will provide you with the tools and strategies to thrive as a leader in all aspects of your life.
2: And this is Ernie. Whether you're a seasoned executive, aspiring entrepreneur, or simply looking to enhance your leadership skills, The Leader's Edge is the show for you.
5: Catch it every Thursday at 11 a.m. PST on the Global Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to elevate your leadership game and experience unparalleled personal growth.
4: comes to business you'll find the experts here voice america business network
0: you're listening to the leader's edge with ernalita and steve have a question for these noted experts join us on the show at 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 now back to the show
1: Hey everyone, we're back to the Leader's Edge. This is Steve Steele, along with my so co my I get that right, along with my (laughs) co-host, Ernalita de Kumos. I don't think I've made that mistake before, Ernalita. No. But we also have our amazing friend Jessica Mm -hmm. Janier. Now, Ernie, you would not give us that last that second element. No. We went to break. Okay, so all right, I'm not going (laughs) to spill the beans. So Jess. (laughs) Take us to that second element. Where are we at now? We did vision first. We talked about vision. What's next?
3: Yeah. So now that we are forward focused and we are looking to our future and we have this vision of what we're endeavoring to do, then we need to think about drum roll. Inspiration. (laughs) Inspiration. Yes. Inspiration. And why is that so important? Because, the future is is in the future, right? It's a, mm-hmm. That means we're going to be on a journey to that destination, to that goal, to this um, acquiring of what we're trying to acquire. And I don't know about you, but if you live life long enough, there's going to be some trials and storms and yep. tribulations and distractions and things that will rob us of our enthusiasm and of our focus as we move forward. And mm-hmm. I have found in my life that inspiration is an incredibly powerful element to looking up and beyond. Number one, when we think about the word inspire, the root meaning of it means to breathe. Mm or blow into breathe. And that means it is life giving. So tapping into the power of inspiration really means that I'm putting myself in a place where I'm constantly having something breathe into me that keeps me energized, that keeps me focused, that keeps me moving forward when life tries to stop me and hold me back. Mm. Yes. Can you give
1: us an example of some of those tools
2: Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, partner. I want to do this before the tools. I I cannot wait to hear the tools, but I wanted to intensify this. So it's fine and dandy that inspiration is something that you can learn, right? But what about, and Jessica, when we had our very first call with you, and I've been waiting for this to happen, I had this vision because I wanted to influence people who has this mindset that I have a family now, so I cannot reach that vision anymore, right? Oh, I I have a kid, so I cannot go after the career that I wanted to go after. Can you enlighten us about that mindset, please? That is so powerful. You know, sometimes life
3: brings a delay. But a delay does not have to mean a denial, meaning that just Mm. because the vision is on hold, it doesn't mean that we can't do things to prepare us for what's coming in the future. I was Mm -hmm. someone who gave up my career at 24 years old. I loved my job. The time I was a single mom, and not long after I met my husband, we got married, had two more children, and then about a year and a half, maybe two years later, I decided to leave my job. While I was a stay-at-home mom, I felt so lost and so confused because my career had really become my purpose for many years and it was a place where i found inspiration where my vision was cultivated and now i didn't have that and i'm like wow what's next like is this what my life is you know but here's the interesting about god those years with my children number one they provided healing for my childhood wounds in a way that i would have never experienced had i not been at home full-time with my children Number two, I was able to be cultivated and have my character develop while I was breaking generational patterns and curses. The other wow. thing was I was able to develop not just myself, but my children. And I I threaded personal growth into the lifestyle culture of my family. And during those years, I still was involved in projects. I actually joined a network marketing company and, and wow. made three to 500 extra dollars a month. And I didn't realize at the time But that is where God met me through a business coach and through a business mentor. And although I was there to make money, God had other plans. He wanted me to experience him through that. And then he began to develop me in a way that prepared me for the work that I'm doing today. So I say all that to say, Ernie, in regard to your question, that nothing is ever wasted. And just because we feel like it's on hold it does not mean that it's being denied. We need to recognize that there is power in the delay, that God is doing something in us that even when we can't see it, it's going to be used for the vision that's coming.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, that's amazing because I know that even for myself, when I look at the things that I want to accomplish, the visions that I want to have in my life, you know, there's there's, there's so many things. And for a lot of people, it's career, right? I mean, they, the, their, their whole life is wrapped up in their career, making someone else's dream come true. And they're not really providing their own, getting their own vision, their own dreams, working toward that. And even though we are helping someone accomplish the dream that they want, we still are able to work on the visions and dreams that we want to achieve as well. Am I, am I right in that thinking? I mean, is that... Do you, do you see what I'm going with that?
3: Yeah, yes. absolutely. I do. And I believe that sometimes we are called to be an integral part of fulfilling other people's dreams. But I, I, I also believe that even in that case, we should always, and we always are given the gift of having a vision for our own lives. And and that is something that a lot of people, I think, miss. They say, well, I'm here building this dream. And if God called me to help build this vision, then it must mean that i don't have anything that he wants to do for me and 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 i believe we can have both and different life looks different for us in different seasons so we also have to be fluid and and recognize that everything is for a season so what's for this season is not what's going to be for the next season and be mm-hmm. open to that
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, my thought process as as i listen That sounds like a very busy schedule, Jessica. Mm -hmm. How do you get the inspiration to keep moving towards your vision?
3: Yeah, so I do a lot of things. I have really developed the habit and the lifestyle of staying inspired. You know, when I look back at my life, there was a lot to be sad and down and depressed about. And for many years, I was, even as a young adult. I was very, very depressed. I would go to work and it was the place where I became joyful for those eight hours. And when it was time to go home, I was miserable and in a dark place. Mm. And there was a time when I was even home with my children in that transitional period where I was clinically depressed. And I just could not see beyond the moment. But what I realized is that. After listening to other people's stories, um, again, I read books, learning about the power of vision boards and that they're not this like ooey-dooey weird thing, but when you do them intentionally and when you add prayer over them and you add scripture over them and you create... You add images to what God has shown you on those vision boards. It's life-changing stuff. When you begin to listen to music that builds you up on the inside and, and inspires you, your day changes. It, it it helps you have a different attitude. When you have vision-building partnerships, when you begin to lock arms with people that mm-hmm. also have vision and that, that speak life over you and they see something in you that you don't see in yourself. I am here today. Because of the people that saw something in me that I honestly did not see in myself. I didn't believe it. I couldn't believe it at the time. Mm-hmm. So those vision building partnerships are very, very important. The environments that we put ourselves in. I always say, I always put myself in the most uncomfortable environment. Because I know that when I do, I'm growing. I know that when I'm uncomfortable, I'm growing. Mm-hmm. And I have learned to to recognize that that's the key to success. That's the route. That's the road to be uncomfortable, to be willing to be embarrassed, to be willing to take risks, to be willing to make mistakes and to know that it's all going to work out for my good. God uses it. He uses it.
1: That's that. Yeah. I mean, that goes back to the vulnerability, right, in a person and really touching in on that. We have to be willing to do that if we're going to grow. We have to be willing to be vulnerable if if we're going to grow. And that's the thing I want to just touch on for a minute. But how do, how, how do we convince, and I don't know if we can even convince, and that may not be the right word, but how do we really share with people or convince people, for lack of better words, that you can accomplish the things in your life but you've got to be willing to give up to go up. You know what I'm saying? You've got to be yeah. willing you've got to be willing to to be vulnerable. You got to be willing to take on that challenge to stretch yourself, to be uncomfortable. And most people in life don't want to be uncomfortable, Jessica.
3: It's true. It's so true. I also have observed in my professional work, especially that many times we have not made peace with our past, our past traumas, our past mistakes, our past Mm. regrets. And so these things, we're carrying these hidden weights and they really begin to um, create mountains that hold Mm. us back. They're like yeah. these hidden mountains. So we may look professional on the outside. We may have the appearance of success, but on the inside, we're very unfulfilled because we know that we can do more. And and God may have given us a vision for more, but we haven't made peace with our past. I was one of those people.
1: Okay. So and I and I love that and I and I believe that so much but the question a listener may have is jessica how do i do that
3: we start by acknowledgment number 1 having the awareness mm. and then acknowledging and then bringing into the process so for me it was a it was something that was a process it was embracing personal growth it was Um, growing my relationship with God. It was healing through service to others. It was recognizing, you know, that I was not defined by my traumatic past. This is not who I am. These are experiences that may have shaped the lens from which I see the world, but they're not my identity. And for so long, I thought they were my identity. And many times we carry our traumatic
2: experiences as our identity. Mm. so with that being said i know we talked about motivation right and i wanted to touch on that because as, as far as i remember when we discussed it you differentiated motivation to inspiration do you mind sharing that with us today jessica
3: Absolutely. I believe motivation and inspiration are extremely important. They both play a role in taking us forward in our pursuit of our visions. They are very integral in staying in a place of inspiration. The difference that I've observed is that motivation is more short term. It's something that's more outward and temporal. It's something that doesn't last because you're you're often focused on things that again are not as in depth in meaning how does that compare to inspiration well to me inspiration is something that is enduring it's something that has a sense of depthness to it because it comes from god it comes from this Higher power that breathes life into you, that is life giving. Motivation is like, hey, I can motivate you by just having you watch a a three minute motivational clip. That's not going to endure. That's going to get you through maybe the next 15 minutes. But let's say you have some bad news or someone, you know, tests, tests your personal development by offending you. Well, the motivation's out the door at this point. Whereas inspiration, It's going to give you the endurance, the mental resilience, the emotional resilience, and it's going to be something that helps you to keep your eyes on the vision and the bigger picture of what you're trying to accomplish.
1: Yeah. And I I really love that because when I think about it, when you say inspiration, I'm thinking in spirit.
0: Mm. So it's like it's
1: in your spirit. So like the motivation to me, when I think about that, the motivation is like, let's just take the analogy of a car is the starter. The motivation is the starter. Like when you turn your car on, you have a starter that starts the engine, right? The motivation is the starter, but the fuel is the inspiration that keeps you going over Mm -hmm. and over. Right. So, I mean, that's, that, that's powerful, but how, how do you, how do you keep the tank full? How do you keep the tank full? (laughs) Right? right, I think it was some of those tools you you talked about. You talked about listening to other people's stories. You talked about podcasts. You talked about books that resonated with you. Vision building partnerships. You, you talked about uh, environment, right, where people see more in you than you actually see in yourself,
3: yes.
1: and then mentors. Do you have a mentor, Jessica?
3: I have more than one mentor. I have quite a few mentors. I have a spiritual mentor. I have a marriage mentor. I have a health and wellness mentor. I have a speaking mentor. Um, I have many mentors. The the uh, Bible says that there is safety in the multitude of counselors. And so I have learned that My personal wisdom is not enough to take me to where God wants to take me. I need to be humble enough. And I believe that humility is a very powerful character trait of the best leaders, where when you're humble, you recognize that, hey, I don't know it all. And I need to surround myself with people who can help me see blind spots, who can help me see things from a different perspective. And then me having the open mindedness to hear those things and to consider them and to test
2: them as our mentor our leadership mentor john c maxwell says if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go together beautifully said jessica i have one last question i believe we have a couple of minutes actually a minute now What does having, uh, what does a good mentor look like to you? When you choose a mentor, what does that look like?
3: To me, a good mentor is someone who does not try to impose what they think is best upon you, but they really just coaching you and guiding you to where they see what God is saying to you and through you. So they're coming alongside you and they're helping you to see things, confirm things, pray, support, and and, and point you to resources and other things that can help you move forward with your vision.
2: Thank you for that. Yes. So it's basically one of those reasons why or how you keep yourself inspired. We will have to take a quick break again. But it's never too late to join the conversation. If you have any questions or thoughts you'd like to share, don't hesitate to call us at 866-472-5790. We were just discussing the second element, which is inspiration. The difference between motivation and inspiration and giving tangible tools on how to remain inspired. When we return, we will dive into the third element, to live a life of full of influence. So stay tuned. We will be right back with more insights on The Leader's Edge.
4: Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Do you want to grow a team of transformational leaders who can take your organization to the next level? Do you want to attract, retain, and develop top talent? Do you want to leverage generational insights and improve your employees' communication, interpersonal, and productivity skills? If your answer is yes to any or all of these, you are in the right place. Steve Steele and de Kumos, hosts of The Leader's Edge, are seasoned coaches and facilitators. With Maxwell Leadership Team, they will leverage leadership content, tools, and resources to help turn your leaders into transformational leaders with influence and impact, so everyone wins. This highly effective program not only provides the knowledge and skills necessary to lead, coach, and communicate more effectively, but Steve and Ernie have resources available to impact others throughout your organization so that everyone can be led well. So contact us at pathtoleadersedge@gmail.com at gmail.com and let Steve and Ernie help grow your organization by creating an influence in which others want to engage.
5: Ready to unlock your potential and level up your leadership skills? Tune in to The Leader's Edge, the ultimate radio show that will transform your life. Join charismatic co-hosts, Steve Steele and de Kumos on a journey of personal growth and inspiration.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Steve Steele. We will provide you with the tools and strategies to thrive as a leader in all aspects of your life.
2: And this is Ernie. Whether you're a seasoned executive, aspiring entrepreneur, or simply looking to enhance your leadership skills, The Leader's Edge is the show for you.
5: Catch it every Thursday at 11 a.m. PST on the Global Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to elevate your leadership game and experience unparalleled personal growth.
4: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: You're listening to The Leader's Edge with Ernalita and Steve. Have a question for these noted experts? Join us on the show. One eight six six four seven two five seven nine zero. 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Now back to the show.
1: Hey, everyone. We're back on the Leader's Edge. This is Steve Steele alongside with my co-host, Bernalita de Kumos, and again, our amazing <laughs> friend, Jessica Janier. I tell you what, we've gone through two segments now, and there's a flown by for me. What an mm. amazing couple of segments. We talked about vision. We talked about inspiration and mm-hmm. we got one more element that Ernie would not tell us what it is when we went to the break. <laughs> so we're going to let Jessica pour into us. What is that third element, Jessica?
3: Ooh, okay, pretend you hear a drum roll. All right. And the here third we go. element is purpose. Miles Monroe, one of my favorite mentors, said that life without purpose is a tragedy. And I can truly say that I have lived that um, for some time. And I want to just share how I really discovered my purpose because purpose gives meaning to our lives. It is where we find the passion, where we find the anger, where we find the emotional connection to living life on a day-to-day basis. And we, we really get to understand um, how this ties into our vision, to this lifestyle of inspiration. You see, purpose doesn't make life easy, but it makes life possible. And so when I was a young person without purpose, I realized that my life was very me, it felt very meaningless. It felt very empty. And I was trying to fill my life with things that only hurt me more, that added Mm. to the traumatic experiences. And I kind of got lost in that. And it wasn't until I, so during my teen years, I struggled a lot. I struggled a lot, a lot. And after my third suicide attempt, um, about a year later, my sister was murdered due to gang violence. And you have to really remember, like, we're coming out of a very dysfunctional home. We're living in poverty. Um, I am in a new country because I was originally from another country. And there was just a lot of different dynamics, mental health issues, alcoholism. And after she died, that really was the thing that shook me up and really inspired me to make something meaningful of my life. And I said, wow, we came from the same environment, yet she lost her life. And the fact that I was alive gave me the responsibility, I felt, to do something purposeful and to discover what did all of this mean? Why am I here? Mm. How did I make it through all of this? And so I began this journey of of personal growth and I vowed that I would keep my sister's story alive. And I began to work with young people. I began to mentor young people and I put a lot of that energy again into my family for a season and Mm -hmm. I was being developed there. And then when they got older, I ended up being called into schools and I wrote my book, you know, and my book was part of discovering my purpose because I remember Maya Angelou saying there is no greater agony than bearing an untold story. And after I had written that memoir, it actually catapulted me into a life of purpose because people were able to connect with my pain, my, my life yeah. story. And they were able to see themselves in some of these situations. And so showing up, being a person of service, wanting to turn this mess that I had grown up in into a message actually moved me into the work that I'm doing today. And it's just been incredible.
2: Yeah, I love that you shared that. And you also shared that you are a suicidal survivor, correct? uh, And this is one of the concerns that... We have today. Our younger generations have the statistics that we have the highest rates of suicide, right? And maybe I, I, I don't know what they're going through, but maybe one of those reasons is because they don't feel like they have a purpose. Absolutely. So, Right. Um, In your experience, Jessica, you mentioned that you work with younger generation earlier and you were sharing your story with them. What was the um, how can they find their purpose? Because I think that's one of the, the issue. If they don't know what their purpose is, I guess the solution is how can they find their purpose?
3: Sure. Many times, and that's really beautifully said, you know, oftentimes when we find ourselves in a place of that hopelessness, it's Mm -hmm. because we either don't know our, our purpose or our circumstances, have made us feel so disconnected from our purpose that we don't even see that it's possible to live it out. And I wanna just clarify when we talk about purpose, it's not this random destination. Like we're not mm-hmm. just trying right, to get to like this quote unquote promised land, right? <clears throat> right? Like what we're what we're endeavoring to do is to embrace this process of growing and becoming who God wants us to be. It's unlocking the potential inside of us. It's turning our mess into messages. It's moving from trauma to triumph. It's making a lifestyle of service to others, recognizing that I am a person of value. And despite what might have happened I have something to contribute to this world and I can feel good about that. And when young people Mm -hmm. believe that they can contribute and that they matter and they have a voice and and that they have a purpose, it minimizes the chance of them wanting to end their lives. And that's across the board. When I did suicide work, um, I'm not into it right now as much as I used to to be because my my business has changed shape but i was doing suicide prevention work for about 7 years and i worked with all ages of people from all mm-hmm. different backgrounds culturally and the common thread was often that the despair that they felt was because they felt number 1 pain that was never resolved that they mm-hmm. had been carrying mm-hmm. and number 2 they lacked a vision and they lacked a sense of purpose
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even when you're, when you're a small child, I mean, I, when I was younger, especially when I got, I guess I got into my teenage years, I asked that fateful question, why am I here? Mm. Why am I here? What am I supposed to do? And what I found out as the years went by, my purpose began to shape through the giftedness that God had given me. Yes. The things that I was really good at. That's where my purpose began to shape. And oftentimes we don't see it that way. Oftentimes we don't see purpose as what our giftedness is. Because I don't care who you are. You were born with Mm -hmm. giftedness. You were born with greatness within you. It's up to us to find that. But we were born with that. So we have to look for our purpose in that giftedness. Can you elaborate a little bit on that, Jess?
3: Yeah, you know, it's just really, really powerful when we just make a decision. I think we have to get to a place, not I think, but I know really wholeheartedly, we need to just make a decision and we have to really come to a place where we say, I will not be defined by X, Y, Z, whatever that is, and that I am going to be intentional about discovering my purpose. I'm going to be intentional about showing up. I'm going to be intentional about continuing to grow. I'm going to be intentional about seeking mentors. Everything is about intentionality. So often people drift through life and because they're drifting through life and we see this, we see this in the workplace. We see this in business. We see this, it's part of the human experience. It doesn't matter. We can go all around the globe and many people are drifting through life. And sometimes they're drifting through life because they're just trying to to survive. They're just trying to survive. So how do we move from surviving to thriving? Well, we got to be intentional. We have to look at all of the components. What has me in survival mode?
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: how can I begin to move away from, I, I was struggling for many, many years, struggling, just surviving, trying to survive. And I tell you, even in my survival mode, that vision kept me going looking for inspiration kept me going moving into my purpose more and more kept me going moving forward it it is a process and the most difficult for us as human beings is to trust a process especially when we cannot see the results right away Mm. Mm. it's excruciating Mm-hmm. It's like, I just want my situation to change. I just need this breakthrough. I just need this to happen. We, we don't we can't fully embrace the fact that there's an inner work happening in us. We're being shaped, we're being prepared yeah. if we're intentional. Yeah. some of us want to get to the vision, and we're not equipped and ready to handle what's ahead.-
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are part of the timing. I yes.
1: love that.
2: Oh girl, you just fired me up. Um, part of the process, I just wanted to add this too. part of the process is yes, we want to make a change. We want to reach the vision, but are we willing to do the work? Mm -hmm. Right? So that's part of the process, but we have shared the three elements, vision, inspiration, and purpose. Jessica, would you like, or would you mind wrapping it up for us as to what those three things entails?
3: Yes, absolutely. So when I look at those elements and I think about living a life of looking up and beyond, I am reminded that I am VIP. So for each and every one of you that's listening today, I want you to hold on to this acronym, VIP. It means that I am a VIP in God's eyes, that he's going to give me a vision I have the ability and the power to seek inspiration and to do it on a consistent basis and that my life is filled with purpose. So as someone who is VIP, my life and my future and the things that relate to me are important to the heart of God. And I just want to encourage you to know who you are, that you are someone who, who not only can contribute but you can make a lasting impact so many times we we forget who we are or we we don't fully believe it and i just want everyone to know that's listening to my voice that you are vip you're vip
1: wow that is amazing i love that i love that i love that ernie this has gone by so fast
2: (laughs) are you complaining Uh, oh no
1: not complaining but my goodness i could talk about another hour on this
2: Yes, uh, me too. It's it's definitely something that we're very passionate about. And Jessica just fires me up even more. Mm With this being (laughs) right, right, and and this is what the radio show is—it's raw, authentic, and Mm -hmm. very honest. And this Mm -hmm. is why we we love this radio show and having people like you, Jessica, who just wants to add value. And you know, it sometimes it's a selfish intention on our end too, because we're learning along the way. We're learning Mm -hmm. from our guests. And with that being said, I'm sure our listeners are also curious, Jessica. What are you currently working on? Should we expect from you, and how can people connect with you?
3: Sure. Well, this has been so much fun, and I'm just so so grateful. I am continuing to travel across the country with my speaking, training, keynotes, um, consulting, and coaching. So it's just a wonderful opportunity to serve various audiences. I work a lot in the education and workforce development sector. Many people who work with youth. as well. And on the coaching side, right now I'm working on relaunching my Look Up and Beyond Live Your Purpose seven-week course experience. And that Mm. is something that's for entrepreneurs, visionaries, and purpose-driven leaders. And it's really, really powerful because it intersects personal development, emotional intelligence, and faith in order to receive and achieve long-term effects and, and, and fulfillment. So I'm really, really excited about that. People can reach me on social media. I Mm. am rebuilding my social media after someone hacked me, boo to them, but I'm rebuilding and um, I can be reached at lookupandbeyond.com and hello at lookupandbeyond. If you just want to send a hello note, you can reach me there. So this has been wonderful. Thank you both
2: Steve and Ernie for this incredible opportunity. Thank you for just pouring onto us and teaching us today along with our listeners and to our listeners if you have a product service or rebranding that you're launching in your company we would love to help you promote it globally please contact our producer tacy trump at tacy.trump at voiceamerica.com for more information
1: and next week, for a quick quick teaser, we're going to have an inspirational and motivational speaker, Yannick Hicks, who specializes in leadership, success, and attitude. And if you've never heard Aunt, Aunt, uh, Yannick, you're going to love him. So tune in next Thursday.
2: As always, Jessica, thank you so much for today. We are grateful to have you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to say thank you to all of our listeners and friends, because without you, the Leader's Edge would not be possible. We are grateful to have you here and so excited to connect with you next time. But for now,
0: bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Leader's Edge. We hope today's episode has been educational and helpful. Until next time, have a wonderful week.